thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. Real news, real health, real quick. Hi, I'm Brett Hill. The seasons are nature's way of giving us some variety, of exposing us to different challenges and helping us grow our adaptive range. We didn't evolve in year-round air conditioning and food availability. So that's why this month's wellness workshop that I'm going to be doing is titled Winter Wellness Wonderland. And I'm going to be exploring both the benefits of winter and the ways to thrive through winter by understanding our evolutionary past and our biology. The links are in the show notes. Now, on to the news. And this week in wellness, following on from last week's research showing a link between socialising and dementia, now a University of South Australia study has shown a direct link between vitamin D deficiency and dementia. The genetic analysis, once again using the UK Biobank data and published in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition, showed that low levels of vitamin D were associated with lower brain volumes and an increased risk of dementia and stroke. They went on to suggest that as many as 17% of all dementia cases may be prevented by increasing everyone to a quote-unquote normal vitamin D level. With almost half a million Australians living with dementia and it being the country's second leading cause of death, and over 55 million cases globally, it's not hard to see how the impact of vitamin D supplementation could be enormous. Senior investigator and director of UniSA's Australian Centre for Precision Health, Professor Eleanor Hipponen, said vitamin D is a hormone precursor that is increasingly recognised for widespread effects, including on brain health. But until now, it's been very difficult to examine what would happen if we were able to prevent vitamin D deficiency. Our study is the first to examine the effect of very low levels of vitamin D on the risks of dementia and stroke using robust genetic analysis among a large population. As always, the links are in the show notes, including the link to my upcoming workshop. Now, my opinion on this is that this is yet another tick for the quote-unquote unscientific alternative health crowd. You know, the benefits of vitamin D have been spoken about now for years, possibly decades. People have been talking about the importance of vitamin D for brain health. And so this isn't new. I, th- I think this isn't as new as is being claimed by the scientists and is being claimed in the media. This is information that has been known. Y- yes, it has been preliminary research. Yes, we are increasing, ever increasing the quality of the research and the the level of the research at which we're seeing these claims reinforced, but it's certainly not new. And and given that this is such a simple intervention, such a low-risk intervention, such a cheap and easy intervention, it's amazing that this hasn't been given more exposure before now, that more effort hasn't been made to try and increase people's vitamin D levels in order to prevent many, as, as the scientists have said, many health complaints because we know that vitamin D is not just linked to brain health, but it's linked to overall health as well. And I think what it really shows is that more should be done to encourage people to get sunshine exposure. You know, we've had such an effective, particularly in Australia, such effective slip, slop, slap campaigns, fearing the life out of people about getting out into the sun. But really what we need, the message we need to be getting out is that like just about everything, there's a bell curve. You know, there's an amount that is too much, yeah, but there's also an amount that is too little, and there's a sweet spot somewhere in between. And the thing is that if a lot of sun is bad for you, it doesn't mean that no sun is good for you. That That is actually the opposite of what is true, but that seemingly is the message that our population has been receiving. And you know, combining that with our modern lifestyles and our 
indoor living, uh, indoor working, our artificial light that we're constantly exposed to means that many, many people in our society are actually vitamin D deficient. So what we should be doing is encouraging people to get out into the sun safely. Uh, And if they can't do that on a regular basis to test their vitamin D levels and to supplement if required. You've been listening to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. To continue the conversation, find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash This Week in Wellness. If you like this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. And for more information about this and other projects from me, head to drbretthill.com. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.